Support for Think Humanities is brought to you by the Spalding University School of Creative and Professional Writing. Think Humanities, a podcast for people who love history, philosophy, culture, literature, civic dialogue, and the arts. Think Humanities, from Kentucky Humanities, where we have been telling Kentucky's story for 50 years. Here's your host, Bill Goodman. Welcome, everybody, to the Think Humanities podcast. Today, special guest, Sarah Volpe-Woods, our director of the Kentucky Book Festival and incoming director of the Book Festival, Hap Houlihan. So glad to have both of you. I guess I'm just going to go over the top and excited, and uh, this is not uh, anything that I think all of you know that we work together and across the hall from each other and... uh, Let's see, Sarah, I was thinking last night that you probably started working on this year's book festival on November the 7th or 8th, is that? Uh, <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Once one wraps, you move on to the next one. <laughs> and that's really, um, we'll maybe spend a few minutes talking about the, the work. And Hap, you came in sort of midterm um, to support and help and um, and, and learn the ropes uh, it's been a, a fast track for you for the last, uh, what now has it been? Weeks? I, months? Years? I started in July, so uh, we can yeah. now say months, but it's been a great time so far. Yeah, well, we have a, a great lineup, and I'm going to turn the mic over to, to you and let you talk about it. Sarah, if you, had to, if you had to kind of boil it down to what people can look for and anticipate uh, and where, can they, uh, where they can find more information on, Uh, What would that be about the 41st annual Kentucky Book Festival? Well, I'd say if you're a Kentucky Monthly subscriber, you've probably got your Kentucky Book Festival catalog in the mail in the most recent edition of Kentucky Monthly, which we have published on kyhumanities.org, and we've published it on kybookfestival.org. And of those two sites, I would say kybookfestival.org is really the place to go to get all the info on the book festival You'll find a detail, detailed schedule, the author lineup, a really extensive list of all the activities and things that we've got going on. And we thought this year, we're in October, we're Halloween weekend, so we thought we could do some fall festival sort of um, activities for kids and families. And so we've got pumpkin decorating, which will be with some authors so you can sit down and paint a pumpkin and talk to authors about their books if you feel so inclined um we'll have story times for kids which we haven't ever been able to do um and those will just be quick 15 minute story times uh with with authors like amanda driscoll and and others um we'll have panel discussions with authors we'll have of course the keynote conversations that we're um excited about with Wendell Berry and Crystal Wilkinson, um, Barbara Kingsolver, John Meacham. It's really a, a packed lineup. And every child 12 and under who comes to the event can leave with a free book. Now let's um, repeat that again. Yeah. How's that going to happen? <laughs> well, at the event, we'll have our, our volunteers and Joseph Beth staff with uh, our volunteers will have pink shirts on that say books and books and books and books uh, on the shirt. Go up to a volunteer, say, I would like a voucher for a free book. And if you have a kid with you that's 12 or under, we'll give you a voucher, present it at the register, and you will walk away with your, uh, your free book to take home. And hopefully many other that you've, that you've purchased that you can uh, give away as Christmas gifts or keep for yourself. 
Uh, largest, um, oldest book festival in Kentucky, um, and I'm going to hopefully, uh, without going out of bounds, say uh, certainly one of the best uh, in the nation. And I've looked at other book festivals around the region, and I don't see a lineup that even gets close to what uh, you've put together uh, this year. Uh, Hap, uh, You've been around books uh, a while in, in your life. Just as a, a reminder to, to people uh, who you are and uh, what your background is, uh, just give us a, a brief bio, and then I want to jump right into one of uh, our mutual favorite books and, and how impressed you were uh, by reading Horace. But first, your background. Well, um, <clears throat> it's funny. We're of course this year's festival is at Joseph Beth, and uh, in gosh, 1992, maybe three, long time ago, I started working there. Um, when it was kind of a new thing, it was about four or five years old when when I started there, and uh, <laughs> it was already getting going. We, I know we moved in '97 when I was still there. We moved in in 1997 from the west end of the Lexington Green Mall to the big center. Um, that was crazy. They took over 14 smaller tenants when they did that. And there were a lot of logistical concerns, like 14 different HVAC systems that were now supposed to heat and cool one big place. Uh, didn't work real well at first, but of course we soldiered on and made it work. But anyway, so I worked at Joseph Beth for over a decade um, then I worked at University Press of Kentucky, and then uh, my friend Wynn Morris and I started the Morris Bookshop uh, in 2008. So yeah, I've been around books all right. <laughs> yeah, well, I love books. And and um, you've been a, a big support to, for all of us uh, since you came in, and we certainly appreciate the background that you bring to it. But let's uh, kind of break it down a little bit. I'm going to ask Sarah to do the same thing a, a minute on. Um, I'm not going to ask you for your favorite author coming in, but I, I know that uh, Hap and I both uh, delved into Geraldine Brooks's uh, Horse. And uh, just first of all, tell us a little bit about her, um, the novel that she's written, and uh, where people can uh, see her on Book Festival Week or uh, Book Festival Day, uh, October 29th. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, Geraldine Brooks is an Australian. She identifies as Australian-American. Uh, she's from Australia, but she now lives in, in America, but loves to still spend time in Australia. She won the Pulitzer uh, for one of her previous novels. This novel, Horse, though, is incredible. I, I had no idea what I was getting into when I uh, started reading it. I, I really only started reading it to learn a little more about it, to write a press release. And in the end, I, I just fell all the way in and really loved it. Um, takes place in the middle of the, uh, most of it takes place in the middle of the 19th century, but it jumps into uh, present day and sort of uh, mid 20th century all at once. Uh, and if that sounds confusing, the way she weaves the story, it's not confusing or off-putting at all. I just love that book. Um, the thing that, the reason I wrote the press release was because it has to do with Lexington. Lexington, the horse, and our, of course, beloved, beloved city. Um, the, the championship uh, horse that was as famous for racing and then became even more famous as a stud uh, in his later career. Um, really interesting horse with a really interesting story 
and Brooks just does the best job of telling a fictional tale around the facts of this horse's life and the people who, uh, you know, both benefited from and worked with this horse, uh, you know, most of whom were real people. Are you a big uh, reader of historical fiction? Uh, yeah, among many other genres, yeah. yeah. And this uh, falls into that category. To me it does, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, I loved it too and uh, would encourage everybody to come out. Uh, Sarah, she's going to be uh, on our main stage, uh, Joseph Beth, with uh, Emily Bingham, who had her own... Oh, excuse me. She'll actually be speaking with Frank X. Walker. Oh, it's Frank X. Walker. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Emily yeah. is doing the literary, the literary lunch, lunch with her mm -hmm. on Thursday. Yes, yeah. and that's, that's sold out, by the way, uh, out. folks. Uh, tickets are not available for that event. That's on the uh, 27th. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, but but on Saturday, the, yeah. the 29th, she'll be on the main stage with Frank. With Frank, yeah. And I thought Frank would be a, a good pairing because both he and Geraldine have studied Lexington extensively in its history and the past issues with um, with race and racism here. And when I talked to Geraldine on the phone, she said she was impressed that Lexington had done so much to try to deal with that past and I guess shed light on it um whether that's um you know jockeys or you know some of the stuff that they've done downtown with art installations and things like that but Frank has written about Isaac Murphy and he's brought some historical figures um to light through his poetry in a really unique way and so I thought those two together talking about the book would be really fascinating and Geraldine did so much research um she was schooling me on Kentucky and Lexington just mm -hmm. talking on the phone she she knows all about the you know visit Lex the blue horse she said she has a blue horse on her riding desk and she has a horse of her own at home um, so she's really into the whole uh, equestrian side of things but um, yeah we were very pleased that the the luncheon sold out it's never um, never happened but we don't we don't have any more seats so <laughs> we we can't sell any more tickets but it'll be um, it'll be a fun event on Thursday too and Frank will be there uh, on his own he after will. he does that, and, and his uh, the the reissue of uh, of York um, and yeah. and uh, Buffalo Dance, I think, is what it's Buffalo called. Buffalo Dance, yeah. and um, uh, he's uh, was on our podcast talking about that. And um, uh, can you tell us a little bit about uh, what he's done? A um, I, I think they're calling it a a re. It's a reissue. Reissue, well, but, but it has some new elements. It's updated. To it. I think yeah. there's a, maybe a new forward, and mm -hmm. I'm not sure if yeah. there are new poems. But we've never. Um, Hap was looking through the program ideas that authors submitted when they when they turn in their author application forms, and uh, I think it might have been Danny Kintos or Jeremy Payton um, who both said, you know, you, you should do a poetry reading. We haven't we haven't done one at the book festival um, since I've been here, and. Uh, I know Brooke had done one in 2019 at the Carnegie Center, but uh, at the actual book festival itself, uh, I thought, why don't we throw all the poets on stage um, so Frank will speak with Geraldine and then sign books for, you know, as, quick, as quickly as he can for an hour or so and then jump back on the stage to do um, a poetry reading with a bunch of um, poets. I think we have 10 or 11 Um including four or five of the Afro-Latin poets. Uh, so Frank and Danny Kentos and Jeremy Payton and Ron Davis and Krista Wilkinson. And um, that'll be at 4 p.m. actually. So it's kind of a good wrap. Uh, that'll be the last, uh, one of the last programs of the day. Um, 
the festival starts at 9.30. We open the doors at 9.30, and then the first program's at 10, and then we end at 5. So it's kind of an all-day experience. Yeah. So other than uh, the main stage inside uh, Joseph Beth Booksellers, and I'm going to ask you to um, talk about Joseph Beth as a festival venue and uh, what it's like on that day compared to other days. Um, Sometimes we have to explain that to people, especially publicists in New York who say, you're going to have a festival in a bookstore? Right. Impossible. We Mm -hmm. wouldn't send our author. Well, anyway, we'll get to that. Um, But tell me, um, we we call them headliners. Uh, Sure. they're, They're authors. They're writers. They've maybe sold a few more books than others, and they have some notoriety about them. But what are we doing for John Meacham and Barbara Kingsolver that we're doing for the first time? Yeah, so for both John Meacham and Barbara Kingsolver, we're doing uh, what we call book as ticket. So um, you visit josephbeth.com and you can find on their events calendar links to the programs on October 29th that we're hosting with Meacham and Kingsolver. Um, John Meacham will be on at noon with David Blight, which will be... A fascinating conversation um, but book as ticket just means you purchase a copy of the book that's your ticket in so um, every every person that comes in your your book basically reserves your physical seat at, at the space because we have limited seating um, we would love for you know everyone in town to be able to come but we just don't have enough room so that uh, kind of enables us to be sure that we're selling just the right amount of, of seats for everyone to be comfortable and so. that venue is going to be the venue itself, um, if you are leaving, if, if you arrive at Joseph Beth, um, basically we will be directing people um, down to the west end of Lexington Green, um, where Hap mentioned was Joseph Beth's original spot. And we'll have tons of signage, a lot of volunteers to help people get there. But um, it's right past The Illusion, which is a, a new business that has opened uh, at Lexington Green. And it's a space that... Uh, Lexington Green Langley properties are just allowing us, generously allowing us um, to to use for the event. And you will walk up, grab your, you know, give your name to the attendant at the desk and check in and you'll get your book. And um, John Meacham's books are pre-signed, so uh, we won't have him signing after the talk, but um, it'll be the only chance to get a signed John Meacham book. Um, the book will have been released just the week before. Um, and then it's the same with Barbara Kingsolver. Um, she's unfortunately not able to sign her books, but we have uh, kind of a special edition of Demon Copperhead, which is her new novel that we're going to be um, selling. And her her venue or her event as well is Book as Ticket. So and what time is her event? She is at 3 p.m. And wouldn't you suggest to people that if they want to see either John or John Meacham or Barbara Kingsolver that they arrive a little bit early sure. um, just yeah. because of the... I think we can put about 450 or so yeah. in there. And uh, because of their popularity, Barbara hasn't done a, a book festival. It doesn't do many right. uh, appearances uh, in quite a few years. Of course, a lot of people know that her family and she uh, grew up in Carlisle, Kentucky, and um, uh, was uh, around the Kentucky area for a long time and uh, has come back home a few times, but not not lately. And has had great success with a number of, uh, of her recent publications, both fiction and nonfiction. Uh, this is her first novels. 
It's been yeah. a while. In several years. Yeah. It's, yeah. And it's kind of a play on uh, David Copperfield, but in Appalachia, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of, uh, again, she did a lot of research uh, into uh, Charles Dickens and that era. And I, I'm not, I haven't been able to get my hands on the book yet, but what I've read about it, it sounds pretty, pretty fascinating. So, um, and then of course, Meacham's book is about Abraham Lincoln and, um, we always love Abraham Lincoln books at the Kentucky Book Festival, so. Well, one of our uh, friends, uh, Tom Martin at WEKU, um, has interviewed uh, Meacham and has read the book and uh, just uh, thinks it's wonderful. There's a, a real, uh, in fact, a conversation that was scheduled to last for 10 minutes, you know how busy people are. Uh, Tom uh, has told me that it went 25 minutes and uh, it could have gone longer. So, uh, and David Blight in his own right, uh, uh, Yale professor, uh, extraordinary uh, historian, uh, Frederick Douglass uh, biography was, uh, and we, he was our guest by Zoom uh, Mm -hmm. a couple of years ago. So uh, to have David Blight alone, uh, but to have him in conversation with John Meacham is really going to be a treat. Uh, Hap, if you were, uh, again, kind of detailing um, to people where that venue is, um, how, how would you do so? Would you would you start them off at Lexington Green if they were facing the the storefront and say it's down to the far left? Is that the best way to do that? Yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, if you <clears throat> whether you come in from Nicholasville Road or from Reynolds Road, um, as you approach the center, the big. Uh, circular atrium that most people are already familiar with it's going to be to the left of that atrium just basically another 60 70 feet uh, quite visible and we'll have some signage up that day to make it even more so uh, it's really kind of a sense you it, it it's it can be off-putting since you don't you haven't seen it the way it is before but in the end yeah it's it's going to be easily found yeah and free parking anywhere at Lexington yeah. Green yeah. And, um, and we take all pretty much all the spots. Um, That's right. Yeah, and then HAP has also created, um, last year we had, a, you know, more than one handout, I think. We had a map and we had a seating chart and we had a schedule and we're putting all that into one handy dandy document this year that shows you um, the map of Lexington Green, both the exterior and interior map. And Joseph Beth is the biggest bookstore I've ever been to, um, 45,000 square feet or something like that. And Inside Joseph Beth, the day of the book festival, people ask me, okay, where are the authors going to be? Inside Joseph Beth. <laughs> we are cramming all, all over. the authors inside yeah. Joseph Beth. So, um, And the stage itself as well. Last year this question came up, where is the stage? Inside Joseph Beth. You won't believe it till you see it, but we have two kind of staged areas in the store that um, will be hosting programs all day. So, And all those programs inside Joseph Beth are free, open to the public, seating is first come, first serve. So um, the one that we're all pretty excited about is, uh, beside all of them, obviously, because they're all great, <laughs> is Wendell Berry at 10 a.m. with Crystal Wilkinson. Um, Wendell, his new, the new book he and Crystal will be discussing is um, his collection of essays. And a part of the book, he actually writes about Crystal and Bell Hooks and um, a couple other, well, a ton of other authors. I mean, it's a rather large book, but um, he's going to discuss Crystal's work with her and she's going to discuss his work with him. And it's going to be a pretty unique um, 
probably, you know, one of a kind um, chat between the two of them. So will Wendell be signing? He will. Yeah. And his wife, Tanya, will be there, too, with um, for the hog killing, which um, she she signed in, I believe it was 2019 when it came out. But um, it's so popular. We thought, hey, let's bring her back. Yeah. yeah. And will um, is. Uh, will Wendell and Tanya be in a, another area? Uh, they actually will. Um, so most of the authors signing will be downstairs um, in the children's section of Joseph Beth. So we're kind of turning half of the children's section will be our nonfiction authors. And then we have when you kind of exit uh, into the Glaston area adjacent to the children's section um, right outside of Joseph Beth, we'll have, uh, what, 60 or so authors in there. Um, and then we'll have a children's author tent that's outside that you, you can't miss it. But all the um, ac activities for kids and stuff will be um, outside uh, surrounding the children's tent. So there'll be balloons and things that kind of help you uh, wayfind along with plenty of signs. But um, Wendell and Tanya will actually be signing upstairs in Joseph Beth. And um, when you walk into Joseph Beth to the to the left, there's the Kentucky section, and then there's this kind of kitchen area that has all the cookbooks and um, culinary items. And so there's a nice big table up there where we'll have um, Wendell and Tanya signing, and that'll allow us to kind of sneak the line back out the front um, the front door probably into the lobby. Uh, we expect a long line for Wendell. <laughs> we always have one. Um, but he and Crystal will sign. The um, other authors that we want to mention uh, have, um, and there's there's so many that, that people are familiar with, but then there are some that uh, I think we all want to encourage uh, books that we've read or uh, gotten preview copies of, or maybe I've done a podcast uh, with them, sort of unique uh Things that are happening, but let's uh, let's mention uh, our beloved uh, Silas House, and yeah. once again, just such a terrific uh, writer and a draw in this, in, particularly in this region. He's already done uh, a couple of uh, readings and uh, has packed the the house, and it, it just seems like that every time he makes an appearance, he uh, is there with a, a big crowd and. And this is a, a new novel uh, of his. What what can you tell us about Silas, and and what will he be doing at the uh, at the book festival? Well, Silas is going to be there. Uh, Silas is a soldier, man. He he <laughs> just he he has difficulty saying yes because he's got a big heart. Uh, or or difficulty difficulty saying, no. saying no. He says yes to everything. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I forget yes, and I I conflate them sometimes. Yeah. Excuse me, but yeah, Silas uh, agreed to do so many different things for us over the past year. He's part of our book, our most recent book bundle. Uh, he, he ran by just the other day here at Kentucky Humanities and, and chatted while he signed. Um, just, a, just a great guy. Anyway, yeah, so Silas will be there. Um, I can't remember off the David top of my head. David Arnold. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So David Arnold and Silas will and be. Who's David Arnold? Um, well, he's an author in his own right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we're, it's going to be a great little discussion. I think that, you know, it's, it's one of the, one of the many things that'll be worthwhile at the book fest that is completely free. Almost mm -hmm. all, almost every aspect of the book festival is completely free. The book as ticket that we mentioned earlier with, uh, John Meacham and Barbara Kingshalver are the exception, not the rule. Um, all the kids, 
uh, activities are going to be free as well. It's just going to be a big day of plenty to do. Mm -hmm. Well, you and I go back a a little bit uh, with uh, your work uh, through the years and at Morris and all of that. And I just said this to somebody at another friend of ours, uh, Poor Richard's uh, bookstore in Frankfurt, that I think it's one of the best days Kentucky has to offer. It really is a, a celebration of books and literacy and literature and, and reading and kids and all of that. I just think it's something that, um, that we're very proud to, to be uh, responsible uh, as the producers of the Kentucky Book Festival. Um, Sarah, tell me a little bit more about uh, the children's uh, tent. Sure. And uh, that was something that we started with last year um, and we're continuing it, but even uh, bigger and better this year. Yeah, so um, the tent kind of arose as a uh, a problem solving issue for us. We we even though I said Joseph Beth is huge, um, we used all the space we could, and then said, okay, we still have twenty six or thirty authors. Where are we gonna where are we gonna put them? So um, we have our friends at Bryant's who are uh, generous sponsors of the event and and help us set up. Um, they bring in a tent, and we set up a tent right outside Joseph Beth. Again, you can't miss it, downstairs um, lakeside. And um, all the children's authors are in the tent. So there are, I love children's books. They are um, so important to me. And reading, getting kids excited about reading at a young age is crucial. Um, and there are some new uh, authors out of Kentucky that have written children's books like Brittany J. Thurman. Her book is called Fly. Brittany's a Louisville native, but she's traveled all over the world um, as a playwright and a writer and an educator. And um, Fly is about a, a young girl who wants to learn how to double dutch, and she has no idea how to do it, but she knows her grandmother did it. And so she has to learn how to ask people for help. And um, so it's a great great message for kids. Um, if you want to do something, don't give up before you start. Just ask for help. Um, we also have Christopher Denise coming, who is uh, a writer and illustrator out of Rhode Island, and his books are beautiful. Um, his wife is also an author, but his book uh, that he's coming to the book festival for this year is called Night Owl, and um, night as in K-N-I-G-H-T, and it's about a little owl who really wants to be a knight, but those dragons are really big, and he's really small, so he has to learn to kind of uh, believe in himself. Um, there's also an author out of Versailles named Marilyn Sadler, who kind of came in under the radar, and then when I started researching her books, she has been she's writing... She's a name. She's huge. PJ Funny Bunny mm. is the series of books, and they are hilarious. They are adorable, um, really, really great kids' books. But she's written for Disney. She wrote the Xenon Girl of the 21st Century um, movie, which was really popular when I was a kid. Um, and and she just very humbly submitted her application to the book festival. And uh, when I started researching her, I was like, wow, she's prolific. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have George L. Lyon, who was a past... Uh, well, she was a poet laureate, right? Yes, or do I? She yes, was. Okay. she was. Yes, um, so and she, she's written everything. I mean, uh, yeah, all genres. Yeah. yeah. So she has a new children's book um, about courage and uh, learning to leave the nest. It's about a little bird. Um, we've got books for middle grade. Uh, you know, third, fourth, fifth. Sean Pryor has a really fun series um, that fits into the whole gamer, um, uh, you know, subject. Kids are so. <laughs> 
technologically savvy now. It's kind of nuts. <laughs> but um, he's kind of turned cryptocurrency and gaming and stuff into a, a graphic novel that is really, really, yeah, readable <laughs> for kids. Cryptocurrency in a children's book? Oh, yeah. It's there. <laughs> It's it's pretty great, and Sean <laughs> Sean works at UK. Uh, he's got a nine to five, and um, you know all his free time is taken up by writing these books for kids, and he's just churning them out. Um, we can hardly keep up with Sean. And he's a great guy. He's too. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we've got Amanda Driscoll out of Louisville. Um, she came last year too with her little Grump truck, which is very important. Little kids sometimes don't understand why they're grumpy, and they just need help understanding the the emotions that they're feeling. And so that book kind of uh, helps parents and their kids um, learn how to deal with the grumpies. So, um, and since children's books are so important, and we have so many great children's authors coming this year, um, we kind of pulled some of the sponsor money we have. Uh, we have a lot of amazing sponsors that help us put this event on. And uh, we said, hey, let's give every kid a book and um, send them home happy. Because sometimes the the cost of a children's book is a reason that, you know, sometimes parents walk away. They can be a little bit expensive, but um, you can pick any book and take it home. Um, now, not you know, you can't just walk out of the store. Obviously, we want <laughs> we want to track that, but um, yeah, anywhere from five dollars to twenty five dollars. Um, if if a child finds a book there that they really um, really want to take home, then we we don't want them to have to go home empty handed. So um, we're doing that this year. So, and uh, there are also a couple of other children's activities yeah. that. Um... Well, since it's Halloween weekend, we thought a costume contest would be fun, and that will be judged by children's authors. Um, and the, the gift or the prize is a $100 gift card to Joseph Beth. Not bad. <laughs> right. So uh, we'll have first, second, and third place. But um, any kid that wants to show up, really, you don't have to be a kid. You know, if you're an adult and, <laughs> and you have a great costume, bring it on. Um, Why not? Yeah. Well, Sean Pryor is going to be one of the judges of the contest, along with Kristen Tubb, who um, writes fantastic books for middle graders. Um, and then there are two other authors, one Laura Krantz, who wrote a book about uh, Sasquatch, the search for Sasquatch, mm -hmm. uh, again for kids. And um, I can't remember who the other judge is right now, but uh, all the activities, we're, we're going to be placing authors at the activities. So um, if you, you can basically walk up to an author at their signing table, talk to them, ask them questions, tell them, you know, I want to know about your book, and they'll give you their kind of two-minute elevator pitch. Um, and then if you want to spend more time with them, you can certainly uh, interact with them in an activity. We also have Rachel Elliott, who is a professor at UK, at the University of Kentucky, and she's doing a how to create comic book characters hmm. illustration workshop. Oh, and boy. So, yeah, so she has a graphic novel out right now, and um, she said that basically – the way the illustration workshop will work is you kind of play a game and then from the from the game you generate these ideas and the kids will be able to kind of like create their own comic book character on the spot. How cool um, is that? Yeah, yeah. So and Pep, again, are you going to do that activity? <laughs> I'm going to do them all. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> the the costume contest, I'm I all I have to do is change into a floral print shirt, and I'm Hunter Thompson. So. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, of course. You need the cigarette holder um, and everything, right. too. <laughs> well, you did mention something very important, and I want to emphasize uh, just uh, again about how important our sponsors and supporters are. Uh, 
individuals as well as uh, corporate sponsors. We just, I mean, it, it goes without saying, we could not do it yeah. uh, without uh, help from uh, companies all over the state of Kentucky and individuals who who love books. And, uh, and we're so appreciative of uh, the universities and colleges that participate, uh, the financial firms, uh, the banks, the again, Lexington, Fayette County, urban government. Just but, so much. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mayor Gordon is a huge supporter of our book festival. And um, so I, I just want to uh, say uh, publicly thanks uh, so much to all the sponsors. They're all listed, and, and we, we just take a glance at that page uh, that we have on the website and in uh, Kentucky Monthly. And also, I want you real uh, briefly, uh, just oh, the, the writer's room uh, and what what's uh, a few of the things that are going on there and uh, how important that is to the book festival also. Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, it's sort of like uh, the, the, the main stage and a smaller stage at a music festival where we, we have to have these things concurrently because we only have one day to present all this stuff. But... Basically, if if what's going on in one place is not your cup of tea, probably somewhere else, mm -hmm. something else is going on that is attractive to you. So that's why we offer the writer's room. It's going to be from the front entrance of Joseph Beth. It's off to the right, whereas the main stage you'll see as soon as you walk through the door because it's across the open area where the um, escalator is. Uh, the writer's room is off to the right, like I said. And, yeah, we've got programming all day long there. Mm -hmm. um, all kinds of things, Ma many of which it's the uh, the conversation, you know, interesting historical conversations by our, you know, historical writers, uh, cultural conversations, et cetera, all kinds of things. Uh, we can uh, most of that information is already on our website, uh, kybookfestival.org um, to to look at, get in detail with, because, yeah, the programming in, in the end, we're presenting about. 12 different things between the main stage, the writer's room, and downstairs. Um, and yeah, the writer's room allows us to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, I want to say at this point, uh, because an important part of that, uh, talking about sponsors, uh, is our Spalding University uh, senior, Gita Naslin, and Karen Mann uh, Graduate School of Writing, uh, who sponsor this podcast and also will be participating uh, as uh, the, in the writer's room. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, we're gonna hear just a quick word about the wonderful program they have at Spalding, and then we'll come back uh, to the microphone and wrap it up uh, right after this. As a Kentucky humanities lover, you've heard of Spalding University's nationally distinguished MFA in creative writing. Now at the Naslin Mann Graduate School of Writing, We've added two innovative programs in professional writing. Your career goals take center stage as you work one-on-one -on -one with a faculty mentor to gain the writing skills employer's prize. Learn more about our low residency master's and certificate in professional writing at spalding.edu forward slash writing or email schoolofwriting at spalding.edu. Okay, happened, Sarah. Um, I know... Uh, I can just feel the excitement, and I'm, <laughs> I, I really mean that. I mean, sometimes uh, as a uh, person of uh, the older generation, I just get goosebumps and get all emotional about this because uh, it, it's it's such a special event, and we're so proud to, to have it. Um, Sarah, 
you're leaving um, at the end of the year after we have a terrific uh, book festival, and then there are always a few little things to mm-hmm. to do. Uh, and just want to say, hundred. what's yeah. that? A few hundred. Yeah, a lot of thank you notes to write. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, but just want to say that you've been terrific, and uh, it, it's uh, I've noticed around the nation. I don't know if this is a, a trend or not. Happy, it better not be uh, with you. <laughs> but I've just noticed there there's. Um, uh, been at, at book festivals that we follow in the South and, and other places. A lot of book festival directors have, have left. <laughs> it is a, a tremendous amount of work, mm-hmm. and uh, you've done such a great job uh, for Kentucky Humanities and, and the Kentucky Book Festival, and um, we appreciate it so much. Well, it's been an honor. Yeah, yeah. and a pleasure. It's been, it's, it's so fun and fascinating to um, kind of, see things from the other side um, as far as authors and the way that publishing works and um, kind of getting sneak peeks of books that are coming out, uh, you know, a year or two before the public knows about it. And um, of course, if you work at a bookstore, you kind of get the same thing. They get what we call um, ARCs, you know, advanced reading copies and things like that. But um, seeing the wealth of authors in Kentucky always blows my mind every year how many applications we get. Um, I hate turning them down, but again, we don't, even though Joseph Beth is huge, we don't have the space for the more than 300 people that apply every year. Um, So Kentucky is just, I mean, I would say it's one of the most um, underrated, I think, places for publishing and authors because everyone thinks, oh, you know, New York, all the publishers live in New York and on the East Coast and all the authors live over there too. Not at all. We have so many amazing writers in our backyard, and it's really incredible to get to work with them and and even just to see the volume of work that they can churn out between one year and the next. I mean, David Bell every year writes one or two novels. Um, J.R. Ward, who's not coming to the event this year, every year writes three or four novels. It's like, do these people sleep? I don't know. (laughs) But um, the talent in our backyard is what is just so amazing to, because when we say Kentucky Book Festival, we really mean the whole state. We have authors coming from all over and more than 60%, 65% of the lineup are from from our home, so it's it's quite amazing when you um, compare it to other. And you've gotten to, to know festivals. some of them quite well. Oh sure, I mean new friends, um, friends yeah. forever. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. I mean um, Amanda Driscoll, I'm to the point now where if I have a question, I'll just text her. Like, hey, I know this isn't quite as professional as we'd like, but we, have, you know, time is of the essence. Um, and we're also able to send those authors out to visit schools. That's one thing we didn't talk too much about earlier because it's kind of already. It will have already passed probably by the time this um, airs. But uh, again, thanks to our generous sponsors, we're going to be able to do 18 or 19 school visits in Kentucky. And eight of those are going to be in eastern Kentucky, two schools that were affected by the floods. And Nancy Kelly Allen, who is just a champion author um, who lives in Hazard, is going to be going and visiting with those kids. And and it's important that they know um, that being an author can be a real job. It can be a real job if you live in Kentucky, no matter where you're from, no matter what kind of accent you have. Mm-hmm. And um, and Nancy will just get those kids fired up about reading. So along with all the other authors that we're sending out. So, yeah. Well, um, if you get a chance to uh, 
Sarah will have a pink T-shirt on uh, Saturday, <laughs> October 29th. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> if you get a chance to come up and say uh, thanks for a job well done, uh, please do so. And Hap, um, I don't know if you'll be crowned uh, new director um, on October the 30th or uh, later on in the Nobody year. Nobody said anything about a crown before. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, yeah, you get a crown. Yeah. Nice. Uh, but, but it's made of like for... book pages, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As you look uh, forward to it, um, I hope... Um, just some thoughts uh, from uh, your uh, uh, six months ago. You didn't know that you were going to be involved at a book festival, I don't think. And no. now uh, here you are and, and now an uh, incoming director. Yeah, it's funny because I, I think the first time I was somewhat involved in the book festival was like 93 uh, because, you know, Joseph Beth has a long association with it. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> that's back when... The founder of the whole thing, Carl West, was still alive and kicking and yeah. running around like a crazy man and, yeah. and getting people excited about books uh, back in the days when it was held in Frankfurt. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, uh, we've lost Carl since then, and, and yet the torch goes on thanks to Kentucky Humanities. And, yeah, it's very much an honor to be able to be involved in something that's, you know, like I said, it's 41st annual one. That's most of my life. And I'm an old guy, <laughs> you know, that's incredible. And well, that, it's great to be able to help con- continue a, a very important tradition. That's for sure. And that uh, is a fitting way to conclude. And I think you, you said it so well, it, it is a tradition and it's something that people look forward to. And uh, we continue to run into people who've never been to a book festival Uh, which is uh, a a great challenge, but also an opportunity to say, come on out and spend a few hours uh, at Joseph Beth on October 29th and and see what it's all about. I I think once you do it, you'll come back uh, year after year. So thank you both. Thank Thank you. you, Bill. Think Humanities is a podcast from Kentucky Humanities, where we have been telling Kentucky's story for 50 years. Think Humanities is available at kyhumanities.org, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Join us next week for a new episode of Think Humanities.